welcome to The Other Six Podcast, where we talk about life, scripture, and what it looks like to follow Jesus, not just on Sunday, but the other six days of the week. Hello and welcome to The Other Six Podcast. With me today on the podcast is Patrick Andrews. Oh, wow. I'm first this time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hi. You're, you're always second, and I thought, I'll throw you bone. All, All right. right. How about that? I'll take and it. And Jody Healy. Hello. And my name is Preston, and today we are going to talk a little bit about New Year's right around the corner. And so we're going to start a conversation to help us all, us three included, uh, figure out what's what's 24. 24 going to look like for us as specifically uh, referring to our, our spiritual walk with Jesus and, and what's our what's our goals that we're going to set this year as far as walking with Jesus and how do we plan to actually achieve that and maybe why you should be considering why you might want to set some spiritual goals as well and how mm-hmm. to actually achieve those and so we're going to have a, a really good conversation mm-hmm. on um, how to make good goals and make them last and make them worth your while and uh, make them achievable. And so uh, before we dive into that conversation, though, like we said, New Year's is just a few days away as of when this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's, let's talk about New Year's celebrations a little bit. Sure. What, what, what's your family do? How has it changed over the years? Uh, do you stay up anymore? Do you go to sleep? Well, I am the old man in the group, and so um, my bu- my daughters are in bed, and I probably am too. <laughs> uh, but I do have fond memories of New Year's. I think it's a time for a couple things: uh, community, family, friends, games. For some reason, all my New Year's Eve uh, fond memories there's 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 games of some sort, like board games or. Uh, uh, bo- like yeah, board games, games like yeah, a, like all, all kinds all of games. Of all right. And food. I feel like if you're going to have a party, mm-hmm. those three elements need to be involved. Uh, that's just that's just me. I could, uh, uh, I know there might be others that might add more wilder things, but uh, I'm pretty tame in that kind of world. So, yeah. so so now nowadays you're you're asleep by yeah, midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you got a six year old and an mm-hmm. eight year old. Uh, that time seems pretty precious. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I remember like seeing the like crystal ball thing or whatever that that they cover at New York or whatever. Isn't that an apple? It's an apple. Mm, I always thought no. it was just no, a crystal just a ball, ball. Just a like ball, a shiny just a ball. ball. Yeah. But I remember like the like the first time like getting the opportunity, like because it's always like oh this big ball is going to drop and it's going to bring in the new year. I thought it was so cool back in the day, but I also remember you know. I, I, I've through stages, right, of celebrating. So, like, as a kid, it was just, you know, the family, and we would get together. We'd have the poppers and a big mess, and we'd clean up the next day and everything like that. But I remember, like, in high school, you know, you're hanging out with your friends, and I remember a lot of Mountain Dew being drank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of Mountain Dew, pizza, food, sure, the sure, whole sure. get up. Everybody, you know, and also poppers involved. I think poppers may be just, like, my New Year's thing. Like, so so you, you you had to add poppers it to the has, list. If, if, if it's New Year's party and there's no poppers there, I'm not there. No, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, hmm. But nowadays, um, my wife's family, we actually all get together for New Year's, and um, my mother-in-law, when she throws a party, she throws a party. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's not just, you know, food and stuff like that, but there's, like, balloon drop. 
um, wow. that's attached to like you know remote control and like the fan starts whirling and the balloons go everywhere and then homemade poppers which is even more fun do-it-yourself poppers way more messy way more glitter everything um, but that, then there's food and stuff but then also the community aspect sure. of it like it, her um, her sisters usually are there and their families so it's it's kind of like another Christmas and Thanksgiving get together but for the new year but there was one year I remember specifically where we didn't do that. It was just me and Leanne at home, and maybe we invited a friend over, but we didn't have TV, so we couldn't watch the New York you know, coverage or the Chicago coverage or anything like that. So we found, this is actually my most fond New Year's memory, is we found on Netflix, <laughs> they had a few like pre-selected like, countdowns that they told you like what time to start it, and you could watch it, and there were like maybe five to ten of them. Okay. We used the Care Bears countdown <laughs> to the new year so we brought in the new year in like 2017 with the care bears that's awesome and that's one of my fondest new year's memories mm-hmm. is the care care bear countdown that's awesome it was fun let's go the ball drop mm-hmm. do you guys know the history the why of the ball drop i, d- I don't absolutely not Me i remember every, I, I know like every year they tell you like how expensive the ball was yeah <laughs> i think that is the lamest celebration because here's the thing <laughs> if you hear something is being celebrated by dropping a huge, shiny, expensive ball, mm-hmm. that sounds exciting. It does. It, does. it really then does. You watch it, and it drops ten feet on a pole slowly, slowly. excruciating, like yeah. slow. Yeah. You know? like, I want to see that thing dropped out of a helicopter <laughs> and, and shatter. Sh- like, make a ball out of Legos. Yeah, and shatter yeah. it somewhere. That's exciting. I don't know why I've never thought of this, but now it's, it, yeah, you've I completely agree. ruined but the ball drop for me. <laughs> the ball drop to me is like, I don't understand why it's anyone pretty anticlimactic. excited about yeah. it. It's like, yeah, yeah. It, it fell. I wonder if originally they did do something more, you know, like that, where they did drop something. It was a big Maybe shatter. Maybe it was edgier because of the safety. They were like, ah, right. let's yeah. make it a little. I'm curious now. I'm so somewhere along the way, we're saying they, friendly. they dropped the ball on the ball. They drop. dropped the ball on the ball yeah. drop. Yeah. They well did. Done. Well done. <laughs> my my family, um, my parents, they go to bed. Before, they're not going to stay up until midnight. My nephew's not going to stay up until midnight, I don't think. And so maybe maybe this year he's old enough. I'm not really sure. Um, so we usually go to my parents' house because we're in Missouri for Christmas and New Year's. So we go to my parents' house, and we'll have uh, game night. Like, mm-hmm. like Jody was saying, and like food. So nachos, buffalo dip. Um, usually there's a there's a hot wing place in Joplin that makes the best hot wings in the world. We'll usually grab a bunch of those, and we'll have a, a party there. And then around 9 o'clock or so, my whole family, they're like, <laughs> I'm out. And so then we'll go over to Sarah's family, and Sarah's family knows how to party. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that's where we, like, we'll do, like, board games and stuff, and then we get to Sarah's family, and they – Theirs is a much bigger celebration of New Year's, and um, she's got, like, her aunt is Hispanic, so she brings some, like, some Hispanic game. I don't want to say. Some some games that are, like, popular in Latina culture. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of where our party, you know, different. Like, they're, they're table games, but they're different. Mm-hmm. And there's always money involved. You know, not you throw a dollar in, and right. you end up getting $20 if you win kind of thing. Um and, and it's just a lot of fun. And then we'll do the New Year's Rock and Eve thing. Um, and then here's – so you live in Central Time. I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you – is your New Year's Central Time? Because I – every year I am conflicted 
Yeah, because my family lives in Central Time mm-hmm. in Missouri. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to celebrate the New Year's at 11 or at midnight. It, You know, it depends. Sometimes we celebrate it at 11 o'clock and we go to bed. Really? <laughs> but other times we will stay up for the Central Time. But that's not where the fun is. The fun is watching the Eastern Time But also, isn't it also a little bit anticlimactic to celebrate it at 11 and then be like, well, we're not in the new year, but we celebrated the new year, so now it's It is kind of, yeah. You know, it is weird like that. And and then here, the time zone change is literally a couple miles from here. So Mm -hmm. it's like even more so. It's like, well, I feel like you can celebrate on either side of it. And then you go home and then... It's actually not midnight still, and yeah. we get to celebrate again. Maybe who yeah, knows? Some, you know? Sometimes we've done the double uh, mm-hmm. celebration, and that also feels like I shouldn't have been doing. Like I sh- that feels wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the people that live, you know, near the time zone changes. Maybe some people love it because they get to celebrate it twice. Some people, maybe it's just not as fun because it's not just a concrete time. I don't know. I, I mean, sometimes, like I said, we'll celebrate a little early, go to bed. But the the coverage is much funner in the in the Eastern time zone. So that's mm-hmm. one benefit that most people around here you're not going to have that problem because right. you're in the Eastern time zone mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Um, but it's I'd wrestle with it every year. Yeah. And I I don't like celebrating it at eleven and then calling it a day. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens this year. <laughs> every episode of the Other Six Podcast, we like to take a moment to highlight one of the missions that we support as a church here at North Liberty Church of Christ. And today we want to talk about Hope Ministries. Hope Ministries is located in South Bend, Indiana. Hope's vision is to create a community in which hurting people find healing. Hope provides emergency and transitional housing for 18 families with children, 35 single men, and 18 single women. Through on-site services, Hope helps their residents obtain health care through local agencies. Hope teaches healing through God's grace, transforming through actively seeking God, and thriving through fully living in Christ. To learn more about Hope Ministries or any of the other missions that we support, you can go to northliberty.cc slash missions. So our goal in this episode is to talk about uh, goal setting for the new year for 2024, specifically in regards to spiritual your spiritual walk with Christ sure. and setting goals that are going to uh, help your relationship with Jesus, help you become a better person, help you be more transformed, to be more like Jesus and uh, throughout the course of a year. And so um, let's start with just, let's talk about why this is important. Okay. So why are we engaging? Why do we continue to grow in our spiritual walk? Well, because we're in a continual relationship with Jesus at the end of it. I was uh, thinking about a verse for this, and I came up with uh, John 15, 4. He says, remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit. If it is severed from the vine, you must you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. And I, I specifically want to focus on that first part. Remain in me and I will I uh, I will in you. It's uh, a continued relationship. Uh, a lot of times when it comes to Christianity, a lot of times people perhaps uh, have the idea that once I make a decision for Christ, once I'm maybe baptized into into his family, that um, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's really not, that's just the beginning. It's actually a continuing, continuing process. We should be continually growing and maturing. Uh, our relationship with uh, Jesus should be getting deeper as we get older. Mm-hmm. And, and so that is why each, I would say each year, there's a kind of a, che- I think at a natural check-in point, mm-hmm. you know, I think at the new year, you're like, okay, 
what do I want for 2024? And we're challenging you to grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, some people will think, you know, hey, you know, I've been baptized, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But if you think of your relationship with Jesus as you would your relationship with, say, your wife, your your relationship with your wife did not end when you got married, right? It's a continual walk. And I kind of think of that as the same process of, like, with Absolutely. your walk with Jesus. It's, it's not just, you know, boom, we're done, and, and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's going to be a continual process. I like how you said uh, you described New Year as kind of a, a natural check-in. Um, are you guys big New Year's resolution guys? I mean, I always like to have something to think about, but then, you know, I think it's – it's almost a joke nowadays that, like, you know, by day 21 of January, you're not even on it anymore. Right. Right. The thing that the older I've gotten, um, the more I'm like, if I need to do something new, I need to do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think when I was younger, I'm like, oh, I'll wait till the new year and it starts then. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I would never <laughs> achieve yeah. what I, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, what I felt prompted to, to grow in. And I feel like, especially probably the last three or four years, I'm like, um, if I feel God's spirit prompting me to, to, to add a discipline or, or uh, to do something new, I'm like, I'm not waiting. Mm-hmm. I, I need to do it now. Obedience and walking with Jesus needs to be continual. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, all right. But I also like the reality of it's a new year. What do I want for 2024? Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a tension there. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of the same way as you, Jody. I, I don't really do New Year's resolutions very much um, because I I think that, um, you know, a lot of what Jody was saying, if, if I need to change something about myself, whether it be spiritual, physical, relationships, you know, my own attitudes, whatever it is, I'm not going to wait until the new year to, to try and make those adjustments because I, th- I think it probably needed to come sooner than that. Mm-hmm. And also... It, there's the idea of resolutions is so hyped up at, at New Year's that I think you're destined to, to fail. Mm-hmm. You're destined to fall because you end up over-promising what you, can, you yourself can achieve. Mm-hmm. And then when you do fail, if it's a New Year's resolution and you fail, then it's so hard to get back on track. Sure. But if it's, if it's not a New Year's resolution, if it's just a personal goal that's mm-hmm. you know, what any other day kind of thing, then you fail and then you say, well, I failed once, but I don't have to fail twice. And, mm-hmm. and you can get back and, and, and get back into that. Um, but I do like how you described it, Jody, as, as a check-in. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is a reminder, especially when everyone else is talking about resolutions around you and Every commercial is for a gym membership, and yeah, you know, right, yeah. this, that, and the other. <laughs> but it's a natural check-in where we look back and say, am I a better person right now in whatever area than mm-hmm. I was at this time last year? Am I a better person now than I was last year? And if hopefully your answer is yes, because we hopefully are striving to continue to better ourselves in a lot of different ways. But it's also a chance for us to look forward at the year and say, how am I going to be a better person in one year sure. mm-hmm. than I am right now? Yeah. And um, so it's not 100% about the goal. It's just about the development of you as a human. Sure. Is 2025 Preston going to be the best Preston yet, mm-hmm. better, better than my 2024 version of myself? Or am I going to be the same and sure. waste a whole year of not really doing anything for myself or those around me? 
Um, and so I, I like that you call it a check-in and I like that you describe it as it's a, it's a continual pursuit mm-hmm. of us and our relationship with Jesus and pursuits don't end, especially, I mean, you know, sometimes the pursuit ends depending on the context, but not when you're talking about a relationship, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. you, you never finish a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, get to the finish line it's a continual growth and continual pursuit and specifically with jesus and and with our relationship with god who you can't i i think impossible to 100 percent know everything about god mm-hmm. while you are human that's mm-hmm. what makes him amazing it's right, what makes yeah. him amazing and we're just not capable of doing that and so we, we continue to grow every single time and i don't say that as a way of um deferring and um Saying, well, I might as well not even try. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a expectation of you continue to keep growing and growing and growing. There's a deeper richness, I think that that uh, the older I get, the more I realize, oh man, don't put God in a box. He's so much bigger than that, and he mm-hmm. he calls us to deeper and calls us to to see him in greater ways. But I think we put limits on it. I think sometimes when we talk about spiritual walks and growing your faith. A lot of times it's taught, and church leaders are are partially guilty for this. A lot of times it's taught you need to grow your faith because that's what God expects from you, which is true. Mm -hmm. There's nothing false about that, but it's also, it's not very inspiring. Mm -hmm. If you know, does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. Because our, we should strive to grow a relationship, not because, not just because God wants me to, but because that's, how I grow myself. That's something I should want. Like, mm-hmm. like no one would question wanting to deepen their relationship with any human right. that, that yeah. they care deeply about. Um, even if it feels unachievable, like, you know, you brought up your wife, um, which is a great example, but think y- even if you think an unachievable, if we had an opportunity to meet your favorite celebrity, mm-hmm. you would pursue that opportunity. You would do what it takes to deepen that opportunity to meet your celebrity and then and then continue that relationship with that celebrity even if it does feel unachievable you would do that probably well let's be honest how achievable is it to actually truly really fully know our wives i feel like that's a lifelong (laughs) journey like like, you know like Mm -hmm. every now and i'm like i didn't know that like Mm -hmm. i i feel like and so if it if that is true with humans how much more so uh heavenly our heavenly father Mm -hmm. and i love those moments where I realize something new about Sarah that I didn't know before, because it's a reminder to me, Hey, we're not done. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't like to overuse the, the marriage relationships because not everyone who's listening to this is married. Sure, sure. And so I, I'm trying to bring it to a more yeah. broad audience sure. of, of relationships and friendships and things like that. Um, but the, the point is it, it's not, I don't love my wife. I'm going back to it. <laughs> I don't love my wife because she expects me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right. I don't pursue a relationship with my life because she wants with my wife because she wants me to do that. Mm-hmm. It's because I want to. Yeah. Because I want to be closer to my wife. Mm-hmm. Our relationship with the father is, is the same as that. It's something that we but you have to dive into that in order sure. to realize that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if all you hear is pastors saying, Well, God wants you to to deepen your relationship with them. That's not very convincing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you have to experience it. You have to dive into that relationship and see what a close relationship with God will actually um, do for your sure. life, for your spirit, for your health, for everything you are. 
Mm-hmm. So what are, to drive this into the next section of our conversation, what are some steps that we can take to continue to build that relationship? Yeah, uh, let's talk about some goals. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, that's kind of where our where our focus is, yeah. set, setting goals mm-hmm. this year. Not just a New Year's resolution goal, but uh, a goal of practical steps that you can you can actually do to, to further that. What do you guys think? I think the thing that comes to my mind is as we pursue Jesus, is, is it's kind of a weird thing because it's obviously it's a personal relationship, but it's also meant to be done in community. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've heard people use the phrase, I can do church by myself. And the reality is you can't. Um, there, the You have to do it together. It's meant to be done together to encourage, uh, to support, uh, to hold accountable. And, and so I guess uh, the, the thing, the tangible step that I would have is if you're not connected to a, a community of faith, uh, church, uh, get connected. Get connected in a community group where uh, uh, we have women's classes, we have we have uh, men's classes. We have we have ways to connect because you can't you can't do it alone. This journey is meant to be done in community. Yeah. Um, one thing, I mean, it's a spirit. It's spiritual disciplines in general are things that you can set goals for, but you can't have a relationship without knowing you know, the word and knowing what God says. And so I would say a a good goal to set is to get into the word. Don't just get your, your Jesus fill from someone on stage, Mm -hmm. dive in and make it personal and actually get into the word and read what he says specifically in the, in the Bible. Um, Also with that is the uh, spiritual discipline of prayer because you again, cannot can, push a relationship forward without communication and prayer is your opportunity to talk to God. Mm -hmm. I I think those are are probably going to be the top two Mm -hmm. that we hit on Um, that you could set other goals. Mm -hmm. One thing that I, I want to do is I want to um, almost opposite of what you're saying as much as I, I I do read the word, but I I want to broaden the sermons that I listen to. Yeah. Um, Because for me, Sunday morning is a work day for me, and mm-hmm. I, I listen to, to the sermon that's on stage, but I also, I, it's hard for me to separate Sunday morning from work. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And so part, one of the things I've been trying to do is, is I'll, I'll go and find a different church or a different, um, different message, and, and I want to listen to other sermons. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I don't appreciate the ones that we have here. I just want con- to yeah. continue to grow and mm-hmm. hear other, other voices and other people and see how they can speak into my life. And so mm-hmm. listening to sermons is one. Um, if you want to do a, a Devo, um, yeah. like purchase a Devo book and, and go through that. I think leading your family through um, through a spiritual walk, I think that's that could be a huge goal yeah. that maybe some some people want to make a goal of. It's not that I personally um, need, but it's something that my whole family together, yeah. we need to work mm-hmm. on prayer or sure. we need to work on something like that. Um, finding ways to worship um, outside of the context of a, of a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but worshiping through a lot of different outlets is a, is a goal that you can do. Um, for me, it's listening to live. Like you can just go on Spotify and search live worship and there's playlists out there. But for me, that for some reason that brings me into worship more than just listening to like a studio recording mm-hmm. of worship just because I get to hear other people singing sure. and stuff like that. Another way 
to a, a thing that you can't set goals for is how are you serving? Um, and it's a great way. Excellent. I mean, there's definitely ways to plug into churches, but not only just serving at the church, but serving your community, serving your neighbors, um, having those, building those relationships in that way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's uh, taking the next step, because uh, walking with Jesus is not meant to be alone, as I said before, mm-hmm. um, but it's also meant to to be active and, mm-hmm. and uh, to be used. Uh, we're ca- called to use what. God's given us the, the muscle, the the mind, um, the gifts that He's given us uh, to advance His kingdom, and it's funny when you do that, uh, you find yourself uh, lighting up a joy, uh, an excitement um, to, con- to continue to go deeper mm-hmm. and to be a part of what God's doing in the world. So yeah. I agree. So some of these steps, these tangible steps, just to create a little laundry list of it, is to pursue a community to find new ways to worship outside of a Sunday morning context, um, to, you know, practice your spiritual disciplines of prayer, scripture, diving in on your own. But also, you know, if, if that's something you're already doing well on, finding other sermons to listen to, um, expand your knowledge through different means, and to find ways to serve. Um, those are great tangible steps, but then how should we go about setting those goals? Yeah, and I think this is probably... If you if you've tuned out, if this is background noise up until right now, um, lean in a little bit right now because I I feel like this is a really important part of of the conversation because it's really easy for us to say okay you're right I'm going to work I'm, I'm going to serve more this year. Mm-hmm. What does that really mean? Right. Or, or I'm going to read my Bible more this year. Well, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think a huge step of setting a goal to make sure that your New Year 2025 check-in is uh, successful and that mm-hmm. you feel like you've actually grown in the past year is setting goals that are actually going to drive you forward sure. and are actually going to help you feel like like you're doing something. I'm the kind of person, the best way to get me to do anything is um, reward me for it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there you go. Um, and so... Sarah makes fun of me for this all the time, but if, if there's something, if there's check boxes, then that's, for me, that's like, that's the reward is, sure. is being, is, is check boxes or, um, small steps or, or, um, a metal, like, mm-hmm. like not a physical metal, but I'm thinking like a digital, um, like a so, congratulations with little fireworks going off. So one of, well, here's one example <laughs> real quick, Microsoft rewards points. Have you guys ever heard of this? Okay, this is a dumb example, <laughs> but you get medals on Microsoft Rewards points. You can use the points to get like gift cards and all kinds of stuff. Okay. I could care less. I want to get the reward that's logging in for 999 days in a row. <laughs> okay, sure. And yeah. I've I'm working on yeah. it. Right, I'm You're on right. like a yeah. I'm on almost 200 days. Well, okay. and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and only because there's a little digital medal. <laughs> it gets me nothing else, right? Except a little digital token <laughs> on my Microsoft account that says I logged in for 999 days. That's my goal setting. All right. So uh, what works for you right. as far as achieving your yeah. goals is going to be different. Um, but the point is, make the if you're setting goals, make them achievable mm-hmm. and make them measurable. Yeah. I think those are going to be, there's, there's other, you can look up how to set good goals and you'll find more information mm-hmm. on it. But those two, I think, are, are key. Make it yeah. achievable and make it measurable. Yeah. Measurable is, is depending on what your goal is, is, is really key. So I don't want to say serve more. Mm-hmm. 
serve once a month. Right. That's sure. measurable. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, serve more doesn't, you it's can't broad, measure that at all. generic. Join a ministry team. That's, that's specific. That's specific. That's measurable. Yeah. That's achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like reading the Bible. Reading the Bible more, that's not going to do it. Even even finishing the Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. That's measurable, but it's not, it's very vague. Yeah. So make it more measurable and say read four chapters or five chapters a day mm-hmm. or read 25 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, make that something that you can actually quantify in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your goal is, we, we could go through all of them. We're not yeah. going to. But whatever goal you end up thinking, this is the thing I need to do this year, make it quantifiable, mm-hmm. measurable, so that you can actually keep track of of your own progress. Yeah. Another how, um, I think it it ties in with having community. So if that's a goal, start there, get Mm -hmm. community because my takeaway from this is bring other people in on your goal. Let other people know what that goal is, what the measured goal is and how you're going to achieve it so that they can keep you accountable for it and have that accountability. Um, I think a community group is a great way to do that, especially when you're goal is to pursue Jesus in this way and doing that with other people who are pursuing Jesus you can share with each other hey like Preston how are you doing with your Bible in a year progress oh I haven't done it in four days and tell the people that you're inviting into it tell them hey you're allowed to check in on me. right yeah exactly give them the permission too, because otherwise you know they might just you know sit back and and let it fall off well the the words that uh, I'm gonna kind of hitch on uh, a little bit of what Preston said is intentionality and strategic um, okay, if you want to do something, what is, what are you going to intentionally do to make it happen? And that, and that means being specific. Uh, you were talking specifically about serving. Okay, uh, I would go one step further. Okay, I want to serve once a, uh, once, uh, once a month on a ministry team, and I would start asking, uh, what ministry team do you want to be a part of? And, and so the more you're able to be specific, intentional, the more you're able to, and, and then keep it measurable, obviously. And I would keep it small. Start small. Mm-hmm. Achievable. Uh, achievable, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep it small because if you keep, like, how many of us is like, like I'll, I'm just confess, you know, like, oh, I'm going to work out. And you work out, like, three hours, and then and then you're done because your body is literally done. <laughs> um, and then the next day you wake and, up sore, and, and you're like, oh, maybe yeah, I won't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, like, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can bite off more than we, we, mm-hmm. we, chew, and we can chew. And I think... Keeping it achievable and, and attainable is so important because if we get too big, I, and I think uh, that's the temptation for mm-hmm. New Year's is we go into New Year's. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I see all these aspects where uh, I'm deficient. I need th- I need to work on all these things. Choose one. Choose two. Especially in our well, obviously we're talking about our, our spiritual walk. Choose. Mm-hmm. Start small. Yeah. So that you can actually attain. Here's my recommendation: If you're a New Year's resolution person and you're setting all of these goals for for 2024, you need to be a January 1st New Year's resolution and a February 1st New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. And you need to have a second check-in point Mm -hmm. on February 1 and say, how am I doing? Is this sustainable? Can Mm -hmm. I do this for a year? Am I making progress? Have I bitten off more than I can chew? Yeah. Um, One one key thing that, uh, this is from a book, uh, Habits. um, Atomic uh, Habits? Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen that on your desk. I don't know if you've read it yet. Um, but one of the things he says in Atomic Habits is never fail twice. Uh, you fail once, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Never twelve. Never fail twice in a row. So if your goal is to pick up the Bible and read the Bible 20 minutes a day, mm-hmm. um, then let's say you wake up on January 14th and you 
you don't. You don't read the Bible that day, and you feel like, oh, man, I, I failed. I failed my, my one-day thing, and then you wake up on the 15th. You stinking better read your Bible for 25 minutes on, mm-hmm. on the 15th because if you don't, then you are, you are building a habit of not yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to build a habit of doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you fail twice, then you're teaching your brain, it's okay that I failed once, it's okay that I failed twice, and that's going to lead to a snowball of I'm sure. going to keep failing and failing and failing. So never fail twice. And then remeasure, like mm-hmm. February 1st, remeasure and see if what you're doing is achievable and sustainable. And if not, take something out, make it a little bit easier, cut it down to 10 minutes a day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of committing to read a, a Christian book every week, maybe once a month. Right, sure, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and none of this is meant to be a legalistic way of, of making Jesus happier with me. It's right. all about mm-hmm. just growing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. One last thing before we move on is we talked about narrowing your, you know, your thought process and making a goal that's measurable, but that's great. Don't make 12 measurable goals like heart, maybe just focus in on one for now and start there. Because I think a lot of times with people with new year's resolution, you're like, you know, I'm going to just examples. I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to have a better diet I'm also going to um, work on my finances more this year. I'm going to cut down on screen time. I'm going to read a book every month. Like they have all these goals and then none of them happen. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you maybe just measure it down to one and focus in and set these examples that we're going through to really just achieve one. And that's already, that's growth by itself, even if it is only one change. If you're looking at your list of goals and you realize it's going to take you four hours a day in order Mm -hmm. to achieve all, that's too much, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe one spiritual, one physical goal, like maybe two. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you're right. Don't look at your list and think realistically about the time commitment you're asking yourself to do. And then you're probably going to need to, because you already don't have time. Let's face it. You mm-hmm. already don't have yeah, time. Yeah. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely don't have an extra four hours a day or two hours a day or one hour a day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so cut it down and make it, you know how much time you have, make mm-hmm. it achievable. Yep. And the thing I would add is add, uh, add God, to the, God to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we think through what we need to do. And the, and the challenge that I would throw out there is uh, pray about it. God, what do you want me? How 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 can I grow closer to you? What is what's a tangible step that you really want to prompt me in? And and I can I can tell you, uh, God's going to meet you in that space, mm-hmm. and He's going to be gentle with you, but He's also going to lead you. Mm-hmm. I think I'm hoping that that's been a, a practical explanation for us. I think we probably made it a little long today. I'm yeah. not really sure. We covered a lot of ground too. We did. <laughs> um, so. Final encouragement, do it. Um, Actually sit down. You've got a few days until the new year hits. If if you're trying to start on January 1. um, Or if you want to start tomorrow. If if you want to start on January 1, start tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give yourself a a three-day head start. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, step in and and set a goal and work on it and strive. And if you need help setting a goal, then reach out to one of your pastors and – um, have that conversation. Bring your family into the equation mm-hmm. and tell them what you want to do and what you want your whole family to do and ask them for advice on how you should um, set this goal moving forward and how they can support you in this. And um, and then just do it mm-hmm. and, and just see what a, a relationship with God, how deep that can go and how great 
uh, you can be for it. And hopefully by this time next year, you're looking back and saying, man, what a great year I've had. And I cannot wait to continue doing this again mm-hmm. uh, before. We're already talking about 20 and 26 at this point. Wow. Absolutely crazy. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I hope this has been helpful for you. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. So thank you, Jody. Yep. Thank you, Patrick. My name is Preston. This has been the Other Six Podcast. And we'll see you next year. Next oh, year. Happy, new year. <laughs> <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year.